0: You're listening to Home for Christmas, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. Good morning, everyone. It is so good to be with you today. Um, It's such a joyous occasion. Uh, Whenever there is a baptism and new member taken and on the same day to This it's just such a great day. Um, And to have so many extended friends and family with us and, and worship today. Um, I'm going to let you know that we are in the midst of a series for those of you who haven't been with us thus far It's something that may be kind of familiar territory for some of you and for some of you it may not be Uh, But we're looking at what it means to be home for Christmas That's the name of our sermon series and we're looking at um, the first week We really spend some time wrapping our heads around how a house is not a home And how even Jesus Christ at the first Christmas didn't go home for Christmas Actually, Jesus kind of left home for Christmas (laughs) Um, and and came to be with us, Emmanuel. Um, And so we've been venturing through. This is our third week in the series, and today I, I do have a message for you, and that message is that God doesn't hold back. God doesn't hold back. Actually, say that with me. Say, God doesn't hold back. Okay, because that is the message I want you to take away with you today. Um, I'm going to invite you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app on your smartphones if you use one of those. We are turning to Luke chapter 2, picking up in verse 8 where we see this. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I got to tell you, I thought that our Christmas decorating was kind of done in my house. I don't know where you stand on decorating your house uh, not your home, but your house for Christmas. Um, but we thought we were all done. And here I see my my daughter Kylie kind of putting some ornaments on our tree at the house. And I'm like, didn't we already visit? Them? They had to be just right. Which I found out the hard way my wife actually goes behind and moves them again so they're balanced. I don't know. It's just like a battling OCD kind of thing. There's, there's one way that thinks it should be this way, that way. Um, but anyway, I saw her with our Christmas pickle. Any of you do the Christmas pickle? Anyone? It's, it's this Germanic tradition originally where there's a, an interesting, no yeah, interestingly enough, I don't think, well, my, my wife's dad's side is German. But other than that, we don't even really have it. We just found this pickle tradition. We thought it was cool. And I, I like pickles and hinds, So I'm like, okay, I'll do a pickle. Um, but you hide this pickle Christmas Eve night, and the first person to find the pickle gets to open the first present. That's how the pickle works. Okay, so you can go get one, and now you know how it works. Okay, they come with the thing that tells you, but now you know. It's easy. But I said to Kylie, you don't put that where you know where it is. I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to put it somewhere Christmas Eve. Because you're not the one that decorates that. You're not the one that hangs that on the tree. Okay? You're not the one that decorates that on the tree. And I started thinking about all the ornaments that are on our tree. You know, um, some people, I've met someone, uh, not in my family, but they had a $100 ornament on their tree. $100 for one ornament. I don't know how you decorate your tree. Mine are usually not so much the cash value, but like the ones that are made out of popsicle sticks that my daughter made in the fourth grade, that kind of thing. Okay. I don't know how you decorate your tree, but there's a lot of sentimental value on the ornaments on what we decide to hang on our tree. What we decide to hang in the front up at the top says one thing down at the bottom where the cats can get it. That's something different. You know, and on the back where no one sees what you're hanging on your tree at all, that's something entirely different. You know, some can argue and so the neighbors can see. But what if it's in the corner? No. What we hang on our tree speaks to how we, how we see the tree, the worth of what we present, the sacrifice, the gift of the beauty of the tree. And I started thinking about trees. And I started thinking about how God doesn't hold back. I started thinking about Jesus and the scripture today. Where it says you will find the babe lying in a manger. And I don't know if that manger was stone or if that manger was wood. I'm a traditionalist, so I like to think that it was wood. Because throughout scriptures, we see God using wood for salvation. Okay, We see it uh, at at Noah's Ark with with the flood. God saved all humanity through wood and sacrifice. Through wood and through sacrifice, God saved the world. And then I think of Passover and how uh, the, the, the early Jewish people, the Israelites, they would, they would paint the sacrificial blood on their door. It sounds gross, I know. But I like to think that the doorways that they painted that onto was made of wood. And when the angel of death came by and saw that wood and saw that sacrifice, the angel of death passed them over. So I think of the ark, I think of Passover, I think of wood. And, you know, Jesus, a lot of times we say he was a carpenter because his father worked with wood. Not his father, his dad, his earthly dad. Joseph was a carpenter. But this just mindset of Jesus in the manger, in wood to save the world. The ark, the Passover, Jesus. The cradle to the cross, we just sang. From the cradle to the cross, we see the same Jesus Christ. We see the same wood. We see the same salvation. And I started thinking how God doesn't hold back. I don't know how you decorate your tree. But this is how the king decorates a tree. From one outstretched arm to the other, Jesus Christ came for the salvation of the world. Wood throughout the Bible is such a big thing. Um, And and Jesus, whether or not he was a carpenter, just because his dad was, I don't know. If so, I'm sure that some of his table and chair sets are still around because they were perfect. But Jesus was born in a manger. Jesus was crucified on a tree at Calvary for the salvation of all. And so I started thinking about how a king decorates. His tree, is it how I decorate mine? How do I decorate my tree? What kind of self-sacrifice do I have? How am I proclaiming the salvation of the world through the gift of Jesus Christ in my life, much less on my tree? And I don't know where you are with how you decorate your tree. But this is a pretty short message because the message, like I said, is God doesn't hold back. Say it, God doesn't hold back that's your message the rest of this is lip service no it's not i pray it's not i pray that god is working in a way to spur you forward like last week how we talked about that star in the sky i hope that god is spurring you forward during this advent season as we look to jesus as we look for what it means for the messiah to come and save our world To bring light into the darkness. And I'm going to give you just a few little action steps that you can maybe uh, put into place starting today. The first is I want you to go get a $100 ornament and put it on your trigger. But what new ornament can you hang in your life this Christmas? What new ornament can you hang? Sentimental value far surpasses what you can buy in the street anyway. What kind of ornament can you hang on your tree this Christmas? Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Remember, God doesn't hold back. Don't hold back. Think about that ornament. Pray about it. It's different for each of you. What is your ornament? Figure it out. Hang it on your tree in your life. The second thing I want to uh, point out again from the cradle to the cross Jesus was the same yesterday, today, today, yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus did not change. Jesus was the same Savior of the world as a crying newborn. As he was as a bleeding man on the cross. Same Savior of the world. So how can you not just hang a new ornament this Christmas? How can you extend it so that six months from now, people still see that in your life? If we have the same Jesus in the cradle on the cross, how can you show that same self-sacrifice all year round? Not just at Christmas where we go out of our way with extreme hospitality and extreme gifting and extreme loving on people that finally to say you're smothering me, okay? How can you do that all year round to show Christ, to show Christ? That's the second challenge for you. And the third, remember, God didn't hold back. How can you follow the example of the shepherds? If you remember, the, the scripture today began with the shepherds. And we kind of stopped with the, uh, with the angels where they were singing. But let me, let me turn to chapter 2 of Luke. We, we stopped at uh, verse 14, it was. So let me go to verse 15. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now, when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. My third challenge is how can you be more of a shepherd? These weren't super wealthy people. These weren't even people that were super well looked upon in society. These were the shepherds proclaiming that Jesus Christ, Savior of the world, had come. How can you Do that. How can you do that? Maybe uh, invite someone to a Christmas Eve service. The times for our Christmas Eve service are on your bulletins. Make sure you keep those close. Uh, Hang it on your refrigerator so you know where you may want to go. If you're joining us, you know what time to meet. How can you also take that a step further and invite someone else to come and spend time with us worshiping the King of Kings this Christmas or wherever you want to go worship this year? How can we do that? How can we be a better shepherd? How can we invite and tell others that Jesus Christ is born? Because God didn't hold back. And as the people of God, I don't believe that's the ornament we should hang on our tree. I think we should just go all out, decorate that tree. Because how does a king decorate a tree? God gave us God. God decorates a tree with everything he has. And I pray that God will show you the way to do that as well this Christmas. Think of something you can do this Christmas, a new ornament, how you can show the same generosity all year round, whether it be filling out a a financial giving card for the next year, whatever that looks like for you. And thirdly, who are you going to invite to Christmas worship this year, as we experience a little bit of the home come into this house that we know of as Earth, on Earth as it is in heaven. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we thank you that you you gave us the gift of salvation at Christmas. You know, a gift that we probably wouldn't have even thought of to ask for. But the one thing we so desperately needed, you sent us yourself at Christmas and Jesus Christ... I pray, Father, that we can proclaim that just as the shepherds did. That we can tell others about this good thing that is taking place. About how from the cradle to the cross, our God is with us. Our God is with us in the peaceful times and in the turmoil from the cradle to the cross. Our God is with us. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Amen.